Yes, time to talk English Premier League with Spencer Pryor. How are you, Spenner? Hey, mate. Park Lai. <laughs> Hello. Uh, good to hear your voice. Uh, so let's kick things off with Arsenal mm. for the second game in a row. They coughed up a two-goal lead. Um, does that yeah. make City now the favourites in your opinion or are you not quite at that juncture yet? No, we said there's still lots of twists and turns to come yet, Simon. Mm. It's, um, it's, in, it's, in, it's in Man City's hands now, right? And Arsenal's um, like, still in theirs as well. Yeah. Yeah. That game. Do you know what, right? The draw, that, that draw could 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 be the difference between at the end of it right it could be the difference between man, man city not having to lose the game the derby the, the, sorry not the derby the, the game against arsenal but I, I mean obviously they need to go and win but arsenal just seem to be getting a bit twitchy hmm. man city are playing like a, t- a, a like a rolls royce that's just been serviced and arsenal seem to have a little bit of the wobblies at the moment um and you're right to to cough up a two-goal lead the way they did. Um, but that's what happens when you're playing against teams that are fighting for their life to stay in the league, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Liverpool was a different case the week before, but West Ham are you know, at home fighting to survive and, and stay in the Premier League. So, you know, they didn't. it's not like they're just going to roll over to Arsenal. They, they went and really got stuck in, got in their faces second half, hardly any possession. I think they must have had about 30% possession, but finished up having most of the chances. Mm. So it was very direct. Um, David Moyes has gone a bit old school, be hard, hard to, you know, get stuck in their faces, get the ball in the box, stick it in the mixer and pick up the pieces, really. Um, But it was a bit lacklustre from West Ham in the first half and then they fixed it up, got the penalty and, you know, got a, or sorry, got the got the first goal just before half time, which Liverpool did ironically the week before. And yeah, look, Arsenal were they're not they don't become a bad side overnight, but you know it is becoming a habit. And um, they'll be, you know, Arteta's class as a manager, he'll he'll fix it up, I'm I'm sure. But uh, the next Premier League game against Man City is going to be. I mean, that is going to be the biggest test, right? And mm. if if Man City are on form, you can't see Arsenal getting getting a 2-0 lead like they've done the last couple of weeks. I think it will be a completely different game to what we've seen from Arsenal recently. So, I mean, is that what you're seeing? I mean, Man City have been in these positions before, fighting and challenging every year. They know that at this point of the season, it's time to go, and they've been doing that. Whereas Arsenal, that sort of inexperience... Uh, is are they starting to feel the pressure? It's really funny you talk about at this time of the season. So when we were playing back home, we always looked at it like when the Grand National happens, you know that's then starting to go like <laughs> oh, the season's coming to an end, right? <laughs> so you've got the Grand National weekend and it's, oh, I've only got a few games left. And that's when you really start getting a bit twitchy bum sort of stuff, whether it's <laughs> looking at relegation or winning a league or something. Because there's only like a handful of games left, so yeah, I I I actually think I I, th- I think it's in Man City's hands the way that they're playing at the moment. But what it could have done is taken all the pressure off Arsenal, and that's when they can be the, the most dangerous, right? That you know, look, nobody's ever won a 
won a, a Premier League by Christmas. And and the league that they've had, it has been so significant. But to maintain that, Broski, I think is so, so difficult to maintain those, those standards and the concentration levels. Arteta, like I said, is class. He'll fix it up him and round it. And I'm, I'm interested in the, uh, the the psychology of it all because I, I think Mark Bosnich coined the phrase, a game of football is about men and moments. Uh, and there were two big moments in the last two weeks for Arsenal. The first one was Granit Xhaka, who got uh, in a bit of a tiz with Trent Alexander-Arnold and fired the crowd up at, at Anfield. And then yep. at the weekend, Thomas Partey should have uh, you know, cleared the ball, should have dealt with the situation and didn't. And it's those little micro moments that can lead to the loss of crucial well, points. And the, and I, I guess the point I'm driving at is that when you have a team like Manchester City that is, is hot in pursuit and on the sort of run that they're on at the moment, yeah. it, it's not that Arsenal are in crisis by any stretch. I mean, goodness me, they've, they've only drawn two games. They haven't even lost either of them. But those fine well, margins yeah. are yeah. so wafer thin that you just can't afford them. Well, it's funny because at Derby, I was fortunate enough to play under Steve Brown, who's Arteta's assistant, right? Mm. And Roundy would always, and, and him and Steve McLaren were very, very big on defining moments in the game. Saka goes and missed a penalty. A minute later, West Ham go up the other end and score. Mm. And that, that penalty was such a defining moment where they could have gone 3-1 up. And, you know, those, those moments in games, they do, they, they, they just have that, that that shift that just the other team gets lifts and things start weird things start to happen at this stage of the season right and yeah just big big moments and the ability to go and actually actually kill teams off it, it I, I think honestly at the moment it's probably a bit different for a man city who are in the habit of winning leagues but arsenal were chasing something they haven't done for so long that the pressure that comes with that, those moments that don't go for you, can can have such a massive impact yeah. straight away. Like yeah. huge, huge, yeah, huge yeah. moments. It's fascinating, this title race. Um, City, of course, beat Leicester uh, th- 3-1 in the end. So a couple for Erling Haaland again. Uh, Arsenal have got Southampton next weekend. City have a week off in the Premier League. They've got the Cup semi-final against... Uh, Sheffield United before they meet at the Etihad, 26th of April. That's Thursday week, Australian time. Uh, what a game that's going to be. Uh, elsewhere, Spenner, a good weekend in the Champions League race for Manchester United, who won uh, 2-0 away at Nottingham Forest. Uh, Newcastle and Spurs both slipped up in uh, in pursuit of United. Yeah, Manchester United was a, um, a, a solid performance and a, and a good win. I thought, you know, Newcastle slipped up, but Villa are absolutely flying, like seriously flying. They're in, they're in competition. You know, they're, they're potentially challenging to get that, that fifth spot. And, you know, things what Emery's done with that squad and to turn them around from where they were last season to get them to a point where they're challenging is, is absolutely incredible. If they can keep the, the momentum going, they'll have an impact still on, on the outcome of, uh, of the across the rest of the season, but um, yeah, look, Newcastle have been brilliant all season. Really bad performance, but we have to give um, Villa Villa real credit for that. Um, Brighton are obviously still in there and in the mix as well. So yeah, there's a, there's still so much to play for outside of that top two. 
huge amount to play for. And down the bottom at the other end, uh, mm. Liverpool winning this morning 6-1 against Leeds. I mean, they've been copying a, a huge amount of goals. 6-1, 5-1, 4-1 against Arsenal. Uh, you know, are you fearful for them? I'm, I'm actually not, Broski. I still think that they'll be all right because I think there's probably three worst teams in the league. Um, I think Southampton are gone. Mm. Um, Leicester, look, that, that, that performance and result won't define what happens across the rest of their season, but they got blitzed first half, like absolutely blitzed. Harry Suter came back in, obviously, and got absolutely annihilated by Haaland. Um, and I, I, I'm a bit fearful for Leicester. I still am, and I've looked at the rest of their fixtures, and I think... I. I Normally, you look at 40 points was the benchmark to stay up, but I've got a feeling 37 or 38 is going to be enough this year. Mm -hmm. But because I can't see Leicester getting that many, um, I can't see him picking up another 10 points. So that's, I, I, that's I two, Spanner. Who's the third? Forrest? Well, uh, yeah. And you know what? If Leicester are going to go down, we might as well take the East, East Midlands <laughs> mates with us as well, just to keep that derby. Yeah, at least but, we got a derby yeah, next year. Forrest. Their, their home form is what you know as as what has got them to the point to be really competitive, mm. but they're they're struggling. They're struggling at home, and you know they've got a terrible run of fixtures coming up as well. It, I I actually think Forest will be the third one. I think okay. Leeds will be all right. West Ham seem to be a bit resilient and managed to dig in and pick up a point and. Yeah, I, I I think those clubs just above them. The one, the only one I think might get dragged in is Everton because they were they were shocking at home. So nice. I, I just got a little feeling they might get dragged in. Um, one final one before we let you go, Spanner. Uh, Chelsea's woes continuing under Frank Lampard. A two-one loss at home to Brighton. Uh, they got a tough run in as well because they got the Champions League against uh, Real Madrid, the second leg of that quarterfinal to come. Uh, but all the headlines in the UK about Todd Bowley, their owner, reportedly going into the dressing room um, and yeah. saying that their season was embarrassing. Have you, have you ever had a, a chairman? Maybe you've had more than one. I don't know. Have you had a, a chairman come in and, and tear you off a strip well, in, in the dressing room after a game or even before? Oh, I've had chairman. I've had chairman coming in before the game to give, wish you good luck, and yeah. I've had them coming in and, and giving you a pat on the back, but. Mm. I don't think I've ever come across a situation where they come and, and treat you like naughty school kids. But the reality, <laughs> but the reality is, they it's it's their it's their business, and and they're the guys that have put the money in. And in any in any other business, in any other you know profession and business environment, you you want you want to engage with your your managers and your bosses and the people that pay you. Mm. So you know, and and it is a it is a very American thing to come in and, and go and talk to your players. And, and you know what? If they're going to go in and pat them on the back and the players don't mind that, then they should the be able bit. to. Yeah. They, they've got to take the other side with it. So I, I don't have anything against it. Like mm. I said, in any other walk of life or profession, you, you have that environment. So Fair I'm enough. not sure it just should just be that if they're putting their money in, they just have to sit upstairs and shut up. You know, these guys are putting serious money in, serious mm. money, you know. 600000000 million, he, he's earned the right to go in and uh, give them a little bit of a blast. That's true. Uh, Champions League this week, Wednesday, that's tomorrow morning, of course. Chelsea nil, Real Madrid 2, second leg of the quarterfinal. Napoli trailing AC Milan by a goal to nil. Then on Thursday, Bayern 
chasing that three-goal deficit against Manchester City into two goals to the good against Benfica. Cup semi-finals at the weekend, Man City-Sheffield United on Sunday morning and Brighton-Manchester United on Monday morning in the Premier League. Saturday morning, Arsenal against Southampton. Saturday night, Sunday morning, it's Fulham against Leeds. Liverpool against Nottingham Forest at midnight. Then Sunday night, Monday morning, Newcastle Spurs and Bournemouth against West Ham. Both early kickoffs. Check the SEN broadcast guide for coverage of those games across the SEN network and on the app over the weekend. Spenner, we've got to say goodbye for this week, but we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Nice one, guys. Take care. Goodbye.